How do we deal with not only our loss, but with the weird things that we find to be true in the season of loss, particularly in relationships with other people who are still in our lives? Welcome to the Becoming Fluent in Grief podcast. I am your host, Stacy Sanchez, and I am so glad you are here. Grief. Have you ever been in a place like grief? It's almost as if you stepped off into a foreign country. You look around, nothing looks familiar. You have no way to express what you're feeling in your heart in a way that other people can understand. Everything seems different. Nothing seems the same. And yet here you are. Grief. How do we walk out this journey of grief and do it well? I think it takes becoming fluent in the language of grief. And that's what this podcast is all about. I don't have all the answers, but I have walked the journey of grief. And I hope that together, as we share an honest conversation, as we dig deep into grief to mine the treasures that are tucked into this season of life, that we can find the tools that we need to become fluent so that we can not only live this journey out, but that we can live it out well. All right, let's get to it. Several years ago now, my roommate from college ended up losing both her mom and her dad within a year of each other. And I'll never forget the conversation I had with her when I called her to check up on her a couple of months or so into her grief journey. And what she said to me was nothing that caught me by surprise, although I think she thought it would. But having walked my own grief journey several years before her, I was very aware of what she was saying, and I had found it to be very true in my own life as well. And this is what she said. She said, you know, Stace, it is so weird. It's so weird. She said, the people that I thought would be there for me haven't been. And yet the people that I never thought would be are the ones who are. How weird is that? And I had to agree with her. It is kind of a weird thing, but it seems to be the norm when it comes to grief. I found that very same thing to be true in my walk with grief. And I have a feeling that that is something that you have experienced as well. And that's why I want to talk about this issue today. How do we deal with not only our loss, but with the weird things that we find to be true in the season of loss, particularly in relationships with other people who are still in our lives. It can be a tricky place to be because when we are in grief, our hearts are already hurt, right? Our hearts are raw and they are wide open and it doesn't take much to come along and hurt them. And I think when we have expectations of people that we feel will be there for us, and then they're not, 
It is so easy for us to allow that unmet expectation to bring extra added hurt to our grief journey, to bring bitterness and anger into a heart that is already overwhelmed, simply trying to make it through grief. So I'm hoping today to kind of cut this off at the past, to give you a heads up, or maybe if you've already experienced this, to just bring some counsel to mind that might help you work your way through it in a way that will save your heart and save your relationships. I learned three lessons on this topic as I walked my own journey of grief, and it's these three lessons that I want to share with you today. Lesson number one, God will always, always, always be there. That is the one person you can expect to be there and count on to be there no matter what. He never lets us down. And while his presence is with us all the time, and thank God for that, his presence, I feel, is especially close to us during a season of grief. In fact, the Bible says that he is close to those who are of a broken heart. And I know that to be true. I can testify to that very fact that when it seems you've lost whoever you've lost and they're gone, and then those that you thought would be there to help you seem to walk out as well, God walks in even closer. He walks in even stronger. He walks in with a presence that you've never known before. It's a beautiful thing in the midst of a horrific ordeal. It's a blessed presence of him when it seems that the presence of others is missing. And so he is a beautiful, beautiful consolation for us during that time. So know that you know that you know that, that you will never, ever be alone. And if those who aren't there for you aren't there, God is. God will always be there. He will always be there. And he will be there in ways that will um, amaze you, overwhelm you, undo you, and draw you to him. Number one, God is always there. Number two, the people who you thought would be there and aren't, it's okay. It's okay. I know that's easy for me to say and maybe hard for you to hear. You're on the other end going, what? It's okay that these people that are supposed to be there for me that I thought would be there for me aren't. And yes, it's okay. It really is okay. Because What I found to be true too is that even though the people I thought would be there weren't, God had more than enough people to be there for me in my time of need. And like I said before, it was people that were totally unexpected, but that were the perfect fit. God knows who we need. And maybe those people that we think would be there for us aren't necessarily the people that God knows we need. Maybe their presence there would not be the healing bomb that we think it would. God knows. He knows who we need. He knows our heart. He knows the heart of others. And he is faithful to bring into our life those who we need. And amazingly, it will be those who you never expected, never saw coming, never thought would be there for you during such a hard place. And yet there they are. And what a blessing they are. And how they come to meet the very needs in a way that only they could. And that you were so very thankful for. 
when you look back and you see what God has done. So yeah, people may not be there for you like you hope they would be or you thought they would, but it is okay. It's okay. And it's okay because of number three. And number three is something that's hard for me to admit, but it is what it is. And it was what God taught me also during my own season of grief. And that's this. I wasn't there for a lot of people either. I know. Ouch, right? Ouch. I would always turn tail and run when I heard of a death in somebody's family. It wasn't that my heart didn't hurt for them. It did. And it because it hurt so much, I felt like I had nothing to offer them. Like I would say the wrong thing. I would do the wrong thing. They wouldn't want me around. I know me and I am a burst into tears person. And I'm just would stay away because I didn't want to bring more sadness. I didn't want to be there crying in the corner. I wasn't there for so many people during their time of loss. I just wasn't. You would never see me at a funeral. You would never see me talking grief. And so the fact that I am talking grief in this podcast, simply a place that God's called me to minister to others through, that is an uncomfortable zone for me, a place I never would have been outside of the grace and the amazing will of God, right? I just didn't do grief and I wasn't there for people. And so realizing that I wasn't there for people and understanding my why of why I wasn't allowed me to be able to be more gracious to those in my life who I thought should have been. It allowed me to look into their life and say, you know what? I don't know why they're not here. I thought they would be. I'm kind of surprised by that, but it's okay. I'm just going to let them off the hook because they probably have reasons for it that I'm not aware of. There's something in there, a reason why, and it's okay. And God taught me early on, and thank God that he did. He taught me not to allow my own uh, unmet expectation to allow me to become bitter towards those people He taught me not to allow it to push them out of my life because he knew that I still needed them, maybe not in that capacity as I thought they would, but they still were people in my life. I still needed their friendships. I still needed their camaraderie and, you know, what they had brought to my life before the grief. And so God was so good to come along and say, you know, look, Stace, you weren't there for other people either. They didn't push you out of their life. You might, you know, have people that aren't here for you now but you still need them in your life. So don't allow your hurt. Don't allow your unmet expectation to cause you to lose friends and to push them away because this is a season. And number one, I'm going to be here for you. Number two, I'm going to bring people that you would never expect to be here for you. And it's okay that they aren't. Give forgiveness and give grace and don't allow it to sever your relationship with them. Your heart's already hurting. Don't allow this to bring more hurt into it. And how good is our God? How good is our God? Because I have had numerous conversations with many people since my own walk through grief, since I talked with my college roommate about her unmet expectations and her surprise by the lack of people being there for her. And the overwhelm and just amazement of people who were there for her that she didn't see coming. 
I've talked to so many people about it. And every time when I talk to people about it, they thank me for helping them to realize that it's just what it is, right? God knows and God's in control and we can trust God and we don't need to get bitter or angry. Our heart is already broken. Our heart is already hurt. It doesn't need more hurt. But I guarantee you that Satan will come along and he will try to bring more hurt to you because he loves nothing better than to kick us when we are already down. But the Bible tells us that we are not ignorant of the devil's devices, right? We know what the enemy is up to and he's up to no good. And so if we can um, rise above, if we can realize that people are people And we all respond to grief in different ways. Some people are going to come rushing in to help you. I had so many people that wanted to be there to help me that I had to say, no, thanks, no, thanks, no, thanks. Uh, It was almost too much people um, that God provided for me there. But God will have people that will come running beside you, people that that's their gifting, people that that's what their heart desire is, is to help carry your load and to be there for you. And then there's other people that that's just not their thing. And for whatever reason, they aren't there. It's okay. If we can just let God do what God wants to do with who God wants to do it through in this season and just receive and release with open hands and open hearts, it makes it so much easier. And I know it's easy for me to say that because our heart is an emotional creature. It has a mind of its own. And it's easy for offense to take root. It really is, like I said, especially when we're raw, like we are during grief. But I just hope that what I'm sharing with you today will help somehow guard your heart, help you somehow be wise to see beyond the initial hurt and put you in a place where you can not allow it to hurt your relationships, not allow it to hurt your heart more but that you will just draw near to God who is there. You will graciously accept the help that is offered to you. You won't mourn or grudgingly be upset about the help that doesn't come that you think should, and that you will allow God to be sovereign over all of it, that you will trust him to do what needs to be done through all of it in the right way with the right people in the right time and the right place, because he will. He will. He's just beautiful that way. And I'm living testament to that. My friend is living testament to that. I know so many other people that would testify to that as well. And I know that will be your story too. I know it will. It's just depending on where you are in your season of grief as to whether you've seen that yet or not. And I think it's a good reminder to us when people aren't there for us to remind us that we do need to be there for other people. I think it's a good wake up call to us to not necessarily judge them, but to look into us and say, who are we being there for? Who is God maybe calling us to walk beside? You know, the Bible says comfort one another with the comfort you've been given. So if we can get beyond our own hurt to look out to the world that's hurting and then take that hurt and use it to walk along somebody else, uh, then God has done a good thing with it, right? Then it's been used for good. And, and that's what God does. So don't give the enemy a foothold. Don't let him come in. Be wise to what can happen during this time and just know that, number one, God is always there with you. He will always, always be there with you. Number two, people that you think 
should be there aren't, it is okay. It is so very okay. And number three, we aren't always there for everybody like we should be either, but let's pray that we will be. Let's pray that we will be more willing uh, to be used by God, that we will be more prayerful when we hear of a hurting heart, and we will ask God what he would have us to do to minister, and that we would then walk accordingly that way, that we would allow God to guard our hearts and guard our relationships during this time so that we don't end up burning any bridges that we don't want to burn, that we won't end up hurting hearts just because our heart is hurting. And I know God will be faithful to do that. And if we can be mindful of all these three things, then we will have taken another step in becoming fluent in the language of grief. Before I go, I just want to encourage you, if this episode has been helpful to you in any way, please, please share it. There are so many people out there who are walking through grief, and if anything that is said here can encourage them or help them or strengthen them, then that would bless my heart no end. And also, if you would do me a favor, and if you would subscribe to my podcast, and also if you feel so led, leave a review. This is one way that the podcast will move up and more people will be able to find it when they search for something on grief. It's so important, those reviews and those likes, those shares, those comments, those subscribing. So if you can please do that for me, I would truly appreciate it. And then I just want to let you know that I have a couple of resources that you might find helpful in your own walk through grief or if you know somebody who's going through grief. I've written two books. One is called If Only I Could, and the other is called You'll Be Fine, Beautiful, You've Got God. These are not how-to books. They are simply my walk through grief. They are the raw, honest, uh, yeah, just the raw, honest journey through grief. But they're full of encouragement. They're full of the ways that God met me in these places. They're just full of hope, as well as being transparent and authentic and real. If you are interested in either of those, look in the show notes to this episode, and you will find links to both of the books there, where then you can find more information or you can purchase them there. I am looking so forward to this journey with you because I do believe that as we talk about grief, as we are willing to embrace our grief, that we can become fluent in grief. All right, we'll see you next time.